Budcast. I have a very special guest. We all know her. We all love her. It is my bud. Oh, no, stop. No, really, really, though, it is. Um, As you know, uh, if you are a listener of the Budcast, Bud is at the end of every episode for the Daily Dish. Um, And we're also, you know, we started this together. So every once in a while, she's going to be a guest. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, we got to check in. We don't need to just learn stuff, new things. You're right. You're so right. Right. Um, it is currently, let's check the old Fitbit here, 9.30 in the morning. We don't usually record them this early. No. So I'm feeling like I might be a little funky because I usually am in the mornings. Yeah. So it might be perfect. I think that's perfect. I think it might be too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also, I think today we're going to start right out with the Daily Dish. Let's do it. Let's do it. I want you to go first. Ah, shoot. You seem really excited. I am. <laughs> Lay it on me, bud. Okay. Dish it. All right. You ready to be served? Yes. Oh, wait. First, I also have to be like, it's our favorite time of the episode, The Daily Dish. dish. What The Daily Dish is, it's bringing to you, it's coming at you like two buds, me and you. We're coming at you on the streets, coming at you. And everybody's dancing, everybody's in the mood. All right, send it. Definitely. I think this podcast, if anything, elicits a lot of dancing. A lot. All right, bud. Are you ready? I'm ready. This Daily Dish is about clowns clowns oh that's terrifying i, I almost did it about um the history of haunted houses oh yeah yeah well, our brains are fucking sick oh i love that God i damn. got really when i was doing this i got really excited about october oh yeah because it'd like be fun to do like spoopy themed yep. daily dishes then yep cool <laughs> okay so yeah if anyone doesn't like clowns then this is not for you. Just fast forward a little bit. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so the word clown didn't come until the 16th century, but we can see traces of clowns, clown-like behavior, as it were, as early as 2400 BCE in where, bud? Where would you guess? Where? Is it Michigan? No. Okay. Our sponsor. Oh. Egypt. Egypt. Duh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Duh. Michigan. <laughs> I was like, well, you gave me the look. I was like, don't say 2400 BCE. Michigan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think Michigan was created then? Uh, all right. <laughs> you don't know. They go back a long That's time. That's true. Um, yeah. So this is the boring stuff. They were in Egypt. They were in ancient China. Um, and they were usually kept by like royal families and stuff. It's like they were kind of like. Give us a laugh. Yes, exactly. Uh, that Dance, monkey, dance. Yes, exactly, bud. You got it right. Um, I know my clowns. There was one in ancient Greece that had an exaggerated artificial phallus. What is that? A penis. Oh. Attached to its loins. So it just had a big, like, artificial dick. Yeah, in ancient Greece. Attached to its loins, so, like, where the dick should be? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Because they were, I don't know, I think like ancient Greece and Rome, they were really obsessed with penises. Yeah, why is that? There's a lot of statues and stuff with lots of penises. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love a good dick. 
Sure. But not all of them are that pretty to look at. No, that's so very true. Why don't we get more statues of titties? I mean, there are a lot of those too, but... That's true. Everybody loves titties. Apparently, when I was young and we were in... My family was in Rome. I was like two or three. I was at a museum and I pointed... I went around and pointed at all the butts. Really? Mm -hmm. Booty? Yes. Booty. That's a booty. Booty. That's a booty. You know what you like. I know. You know what you like. (laughs) Uh, Even as a wee one. (laughs) Booty centrist, if you will. Okay. And then there were, so there were those ones that were just kind of like dance monkey. And then there were court jesters. So that was kind of like their job and everything by the 14th century. And they could kind of provide humor on demand. So they were really good at it. They were kind of starting to master it. They weren't just like people that were kind of dumb that they made fun of. They were like, this is my job. Right. Um, there were some um, in ancient Rome. Her poo, who, <laughs> her poo, her poo. Oh gosh, who performed impressions of the deceased <laughs> at their funerals? So like, so kind of like if you were to watch a playback at a funeral, like a video montage, or you look at photos. Mm-hmm. Gest- gestures, 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 Gest- yeah. not gesture. Gestures yeah. <laughs> are actually doing that, but live. Yeah, and they're making fun of the person that's dead. Oh. So, like, mocking them. Oh. The person that's dead, I know. That's... Right? Okay. (laughs) All right. Isn't that wild? Damn. I'd be like, no, thank you. I'd also want to know what they're going to say about me, you know? know. What is everybody thinking that I don't know? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, what would they pick out? I don't know. Your laugh cough? Hey. All right, you can be my jester at my funeral. Okay, thank you. Uh-huh. You can be mine. Thanks. <laughs> I think we would do each other justice. I think we do great, right? <laughs> I'll try really hard not to cry. Yeah. Uh, no, I probably will, but it'll be like a funny, I'll be, it'll be like a wailing or something. Sure. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. overdo it. Right. It'll, everyone will no, love it. But when you die, I'm going to die, so. You're you know. right, it'll be at the same minute. Exactly. Um. <laughs> the same minute. So, yeah, they kind of had the power to, um say whatever they wanted about like royalty like they would call the king fat and they would like make fun of how young his concubines were i don't know what concubines are but maybe people he fucked i don't know okay um so they were kind of like the truth sayers and they wouldn't like if anyone else mocked the king like that they would definitely be decapitated they'd be dead yeah but not these jesters they kind of had the power to do that and make fun of people yeah I feel like that's what I would do, mm-hmm. probably. I mean, like, they're basically comedians, you know? Right. Trying to find the humor in things. Exactly. In life, trying to make people laugh. It's just, if they don't necessarily probably do their job right, they're probably going to die. Right. So. Yeah. I wonder if they ever take anything too far. And the king's like, whoa, motherfucker. Whoa. Back up. Not my fat earlobes. Right. <laughs> I'm real self-conscious about Dad. those. Yeah. <laughs> make fun of my calves all day. All day. Okay, so now... The question, when did clowns turn creepy? Right. So, this is a quote. Um, If you take a broader look at the history of the clown, they have always been an ambiguous figure. Uh Um, Sometimes they're laughing at themselves. Sometimes they're laughing at you. Sometimes they're the victim. Sometimes you're the victim. If a mistake, it's a mistake to ask when did clowns go bad because they were never really good to begin with. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I just got goosebumps. I know, right? Uh, it's this beloved character who is both funny and evil. Oh. Um, that's an irresistible stew to many people. <laughs> uh, 
So then we need to look at the um, word creepy. Uh-huh. Like, what does that mean? What does creepy mean? Spoopy. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Right. Spoopy is right. another word that's really so good. What, but what, is, what are those called? Words that uh, are like other words. It's a great synonym. Yeah. Cinnamons. Fab- fabulous synonym. <laughs> um, so the word creeped out. Um, it's an adaptive emotional response to ambiguity about the presence of threat. So like clowns are creepy Mm -hmm. because you might feel uneasy about them. You feel a threat, but like you're not really supposed to. So it's a creepy feeling. Same with dolls. Like they're supposed to be sweet, but sometimes you feel uneasy about them. So you kind of feel like not sure if there's a threat. Okay. So that's where creepy comes from. I thought that was really interesting. That is very interesting. You know, like an outright like scary ass thing is not creepy. It's just scary. Because it's like, okay, I know, you know, a zombie is for sure totally just scary. Right. So that was kind of interesting. It's the question of like, uh, okay, this makes me feel a certain way, but I don't know why. Because uh-huh. yeah, there's no real sense. explanation for it. Right. Huh. right. I know. So that's kind of interesting. Here's another creepy quote. Day after day, he sat before the mirror, brush in hand, marking his features, wiping them clean and starting again. Until finally, a face emerged from the candlelight that bore a grin so incendiary it refused to be erased. (laughs) That's reminding me. Did you see the the movie The Joker, the new one? No, I still haven't seen it. This is reminding me of that a lot. But well, we're not going to talk about it I anymore, know. but we should watch it together. Yeah, I, th- I think I saw it on Prime or something. Great we'll movie. Have to do Fabulous that. movie. Okay, I will. We'll watch it together. Yeah, we'll get on that. Absolutely. Bud date. Bud date. Um, there was a serial killer named John Wayne Gacy. Gassy. Oh, I've heard of that motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about him. Yep. 1978 um, killed at least 33 men and boys. Um, but yeah, he would dress as Pogo the Clown at children's parties. It doesn't sound like he killed anyone at the parties, but he would lure people to his house like after. Um, he would. He made. He went to death row. He was sentenced to death, but he made clown paintings like while he was on death row. <laughs> Fuck that! I know, right? I think I'm pretty sure this is him. You mm-hmm. know, this is what the Daily Dish is all about: is giving false information. Of course. Um, but. I- I it might have been on TikTok or something, but it was this boy um, that had gotten a ride from this man and he was very, very uneasy when he was in the car and got this like really uncomfortable feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, And there wasn't anything in particular that the man had done that was driving. Yeah. But it was just like kind of a creepy feeling, an uneasy feeling. Uh And then the guy had like decided that like I need to get the fuck out of here. And so he opened the door while while it was um, while he was driving and rolled out the car and just started running. Uh And then later on, John Gacy had reported that like, yeah, the first guy that I tried to kill like the first kid that I tried to kill he um he opened the door and rolled out so then he took away all of the um handles on the inside Mm -hmm. of the car yeah and then like but imagine being that guy that like read about this he's like I recognize that guy the serial killer and then being like oh fuck I'm the one that rolled out of the car no yeah isn't that crazy only my right nipple's hard yeah that happens (laughs) now I'm feeling mine touch him my left one's getting a little hard. Yeah. That could just be because now I'm touching them, but. Sure. Hey, you know, what can you do? <laughs> Nipples. Am I right? Uh, Everybody's nipples. got them. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck that, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, apparently this Gacy guy was 
people say he was the inspiration for Pennywise in mm. It. Also very creepy. Yeah. Um, there's also an opera in 1892 called Pagliacci, which is a pizza place. Pagliacci. Apparently Pagliacci means clown. Really? But clowns. Fuck that pizza place. Right, we're not going there. Nope. Yeah, they actually have great much, pizza. Yeah. So. yeah. Anyway. We'll probably still go there. Um, but that play, or that opera, um, features a clown who discovers his wife is cheating on him and <gasps> murders her on stage. <laughs> <laughs> so Gasps. we see, even in 1892, like clowns were thought of as, you know, the kind of like, that kind of stage us to think that they're creepy right. you know learning about this guy who dresses up as a clown and kills his wife and you know and then we Jesus. got this motherfucker Gacy dressing like one right all the way down down ding ding to ancient Greece right damn aren't there ties also with when oh there's always ties when, <laughs> always tying Nuts. loose strings <laughs> um <laughs> Isn't I could be completely wrong about this. This is me literally just asking a question. Is there ties with clowns and racism? Well, there's definitely. Well, yeah. I mean, definitely they like kind of some of the like back in the day they definitely kept people that they made fun of like for their appearance and stuff. And right. I think definitely there's some things about like that was like race wise. Like right. they just thought that people of other races like looked right funny, okay. so they kind of kept them to like make fun of them. That's and stuff fucking like that, awful. Which is, I know. I, yeah, sure I feel like is. I remember reading at some point like the history behind the way that clowns paint their faces oh. with the white makeup and then the big red lips. Oh, that it has makes something sense. to do with that. Yeah, I did want to get. I was interested in getting into the makeup part because I, that's like a whole other right. thing too, and like why they have red noses. But I right. didn't, and I could be completely wrong on all of that. So yeah. again, take that with a grain of salt because sure. this is not factual information always. No. But yeah, that'd be an interesting thing to do for next time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Clown makeup. Clown makeup. Mm, so yeah, that's clowns. Damn. Mm-hmm. Damn, bud. Yeah, sleep well tonight, kids. I'll do my best. No, by the time it comes nighttime, I'll probably forget about that, which is always nice. You know, is my little it? memory. I know. <laughs> um, so I researched two things today, and but one of them just seemed really boring by the time I got done researching it. And so that happens sometimes. Right. I feel like I just need to do more research to find the interesting parts of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to talk about that yet. She but what I do want to talk about is the history of something we all know and love, the history of milk. I finally decided <laughs> to do it. Decided God. to bite the bullet. I'm surprised it took this long. I know. Um, I know. And I did want to bring up something that happened recently with us, bud. Um, when I went home to Michigan, you'd sent me a text shortly after I left. Yeah. And you said, I feel like I want to try to pull it up to read it. Do you want me to hold your hand while you say this? Or? Oh, no, it's okay. I'm, I'm, I'll be She's all right. I'm okay. Right. <laughs> you guys, stop looking at me like that. Those sad eyes. All right. These are just my eyes. She's pulling it up. Yeah. <laughs> I just, well, I typed in the word milk into my text messages to see what pop up. And there's a bunch. Well, you, <laughs> this is the one from May 25th. I'm not going to call it names. But you texted me on May 25th at 11 in the morning and said, I had a dream that I made out with blank last night and that he licked my mouth like a kitten lapping milk. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. Anyway, so you had texted me and you were like, hey, I've been doing some thinking. And now I feel like this was premeditated because you waited until like the day after I left and you were like, hey, just so you know, I don't think I'm going to buy milk or use creamer or cheese or anything anymore i see why was it because you didn't want to tell me in person because you're worried of my reaction 
No, it's because it's a lot easier to not eat dairy when you're not here. That is very true. Because <laughs> she came home with a bag of groceries after she got <laughs> back. We had sour cream, cottage cheese, half and half, 2%, big block of cheese. Literally all these bop, things bop, were bop, in my bop. fridge and I was like, <gasps> I've missed you. This is a big test for you. You've been doing really good. Wow. Right? Wow. You haven't really been no. munching on much of it. Mm-mm. Munching on much. Um, and so you had, you had texted me and you were like, I just want to let you know that I've decided to stop doing dairy. Um, and all I said back, I was like, okay. And you're like, are you mad at me? You know, are you, you know? And I was like, well, what are you going to do with the, yeah, we got ghosts <laughs> in here. It's fine. Um, and you said, are you mad? And I said, no, dot, 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 dot. I know it's the wind. I just really don't like it. My door in my room opens on its own all the time. (laughs) And so I always wonder on like in the mornings if you can, because sometimes it opens really far. And if you can just peek in here and just see like titties (laughs) everywhere, you know, I do peek on you. Well, I do peek on you. I do. I do peek. (laughs) I sleep like an angel. Hmm. Um, So I said, no, dot, dot, dot. I'm not mad. You're allowed to have dairy or no, sorry. You're allowed to not have dairy dot 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 as long as you still have a deep love for it in your heart once that goes there's nothing left that's the most, some of the most sincere words i've ever written yeah. and you said i see so it's the love that matters most noted that will never leave me this is like a love it really is yeah. and i said as long as i'll never be shamed which you would never do otherwise we wouldn't be buds so and that's my big thing we can people that don't like dairy or don't like milk you know that's fine yeah that's all right Right. But as soon as you start coming at me for liking it, no. I'll fuck off. All right. You know? Let me live my life. Mm-hmm. You live your life, and mm-hmm. that's fine. Now, both I just of don't her need nipples are, in fact, hard. Both of them are hard. So let's get right into it, you guys. The, uh, the history of milk. For most of the 150,000 years that people have been on Earth, we actually couldn't drink it <laughs> because it didn't agree with our bodies. Oh. Um, so children would have it, um, but by age six or seven, their bodies would start to reject it mm-hmm. because they couldn't create lactase in their body. Mm. So what lactase <clears throat> does is that's the enzyme that actually breaks the sugars and milk down so that you can get all the wonderful, beautiful nutrients that it has to sure. offer. I made that part of myself, but well, that, it does. It, that's true. But we the whole embellish. beautiful, we embellish. Yeah. It's fine. Um, so this, what this would do if people did have any sort of dairy products after they were six or seven, it would cause extreme physical pain, bloating, cramps, diarrhea, nausea, vomiting, indigestion, <laughs> upset stomach, diarrhea. Um, and so this <laughs> is brought to you by Pepto Bismol. And so, um, yeah, which. I, Reading those symptoms, I mean, those are symptoms that a lot of people get still from having dairy that are yes. lactose intolerant, yeah. which is, you know, it's really unfortunate for you people that that happens real to. Pandemic. You could see, say it is, that is what is really wrong with the economy. So, <laughs> um, but 7,000 years ago, something changed, <gasps> oh. something big changed that helped everybody. Um, so dairying uh, didn't, wasn't really a thing until people started to domesticate animals and use them, um, for food and whatnot, Mm -hmm. you know, and for clothing and all that good stuff back, you know, a long time ago. And someone thought, Hmm, I want some of that. You know, they were like, Oh, maybe, maybe I should use what's coming out of that little sheep tit there Mm -hmm. and try to do something with it. Mm -hmm. Now I got a lot (laughs) of questions about this period of time. Okay. And I've talked about this before, and I'm wondering if I can articulate it in a way that's not going to make me sound like a fucking insane person. But now, humans will will suck off a tit, you know. They're children. That's how you feed your, your baby, your baby yeah. child. Now, when it comes to animals, I, 
you know, you look at them and you're like, oh, they got tits too. Mm-hmm. But to think of just like latching onto a, a cow tit and seeing what's going to, like that just, that really kind of disturbs me a little bit. Do you think that happened? Well, I mean, I don't know if they would latch on to the tit itself, but that's what you do for humans, you know? Uh-huh. It's not like you squirt, if I were to take my titty that's full of milk and just squirt it into a cup and then drink it. No, you you do it right from the tit, you know? Yeah, but and you so, could. I mean, that's what pumping is, you right, know? Right, that's true. That's what pumping is, right. too. But, but right, that's not... I wonder, just, I want to know the guy that was like, mm, I'm just going to try this out, you know? Yeah. And then it gets me to thinking that like, okay, so other parts of animals are also secreting things that are white. Like, you know, like a horse dick is going to come, you know, or like animals will come. So I wonder if anybody has tried jizz before from animals, (laughs) you know, (laughs) if they're already questioning, going to take it from the tit and then they're like, oh, this appendage is on a horse. It's kind of like my dick. Yeah. But then again... No, I just don't. I have a lot of questions. Wow. For old Jimmy that decided to come up with the concept of using dairy. Well, I know that semen has a lot of protein in it. A lot of nutrients, right. Um, So someone probably figured that out. And man, this is just really hard to talk about. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to articulate it in a way that's not going to make everybody's vaginas or penises go inverted. I mean, vaginas are already inverted, but you know what I mean. Sometimes you get that feeling and it just fucking goes even way up in there, hits your belly button, and then you're like... (laughs) So, I don't know. Food for thought. Milk Uh, for thought. Oh. Um, So, yeah, we'll move out of that. Uh, So, (laughs) (laughs) um, the Neolithic innovators are the ones that started to ferment food um, because they realized that it could last longer and has a longer shelf life by doing that. Mm -hmm. So, that's kind of when milk and dairy started taking a turn for the better um, so that and you didn't get sick from it. Um, so the only things that used to be fermented were like yogurts and cheeses for a while. Mm-hmm. They realized that if you did a certain thing to milk and let it sit out, by the end of the afternoon, it would turn into yogurt, which is... <laughs> Ew. Um, so genetic mutation um, eventually enabled people to produce lactase as adults, which is pretty fucking dope. Mm-hmm. So basically what happened is a couple of people started being able to, I like to think of it as power through this, yeah. as people do like with spicy things. You know, totally. they tell me that you're not going to like it right off the bat. We're not meant to like it. But mm-hmm. the more that you eat it, the more you like it. And then you fucking, you know, you need it. Totally. Um, and I feel like the same goes for IPAs. Nobody likes IPAs when they first drink them. No. But you told me you got to just power through and then you'll start to like them. Yeah. You know. And I still don't like them, but that's okay. Sure. So I also don't get really get them that much. So how that would happen, though, is that like, say there were a handful of people that could and take dairy and not have a problem with it, well, then they would, you know, breed, have children. And then eventually 80 percent of the population no longer didn't couldn't produce lactase, mm-hmm. lactate, which is pretty cool. Um, so the nutrients that are in milk are really amazing. Um, so it's nutrients, calorie dense, you know, product. It produ- provides a lot of protection, um, especially against famine, 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 famine caused by crop failure. What does that mean? Famine is starvation. Okay. So yeah. So I guess somehow it helped with starvation. We'll just breeze past that. Um, But people with lactase that had this um, genetic mutation had a lot better chance of surviving in that time period. Mm -hmm. All the other people were dying. Mm. Um, I don't know if that just means that they got strong stomachs or what. And let's see. Mm -hmm. So 
the cool thing, this is a little um, fun, interesting fact about milk, is that it is known as a complete food. So there aren't a ton of things that are um, considered complete foods, but what that means is you can live off of it exclusively, which is that. huge news for me. It's got calories, sugar, fat protein. It's got everything. That makes sense. Right. Um, it, yep. So that was my next point. It's got proteins, vitamins, eight essential amino acids. Eight. It helps digestions. It protects against diseases. Oof, Milk is amazing for those of you that can handle it. You know, it does a lot of great things. And then I started thinking, I'm like, what if for a year I was like, I'm only going to drink milk? Oh my God. What do you think would happen to my butthole? Holy. My butthole really isn't affected that much from dairy though. Maybe it is, and I just don't pay enough attention to my bowel movements, but, you know. Yeah. Like, it's not like if I have too much dairy, I'm, like, on the toilet for forever, like some people. I'd be interested if you, God forbid, I'm not saying do this, but yeah. if you stop drinking coffee, but just drink milk, that would be a true testament that to would if, be a true how, testament. Much, how your body handles milk. Right. Because coffee can really wreck sh- shit up. Yeah, coffee, coffee literally yeah, wrecks yeah. my shit up. Let's see. Um, Okay, so one of the downsides of being able to produce milk and um, whatnot was that farmers were getting really close to animals. I don't mean what you're thinking where they're starting to peg them but I mean that like there was just there was a lot more close contact so you're in the barns with the with the cows pigs anything like that Um, so because of that that kind of uh, introduced influenza smallpox tuberculosis and measles into people Um, that's where those came from were from having close contact with animals and maybe it is because some nasty dude fucked a cow you know I don't Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. I don't know I still don't understand what goes through people's heads to do that but Eventually, though, we developed tolerances to all of those things and the benefits of dairy outweighed the risks. Mm -hmm. So we got true dairy lovers through and through. You know, these are my people. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's, you know, I just thought that was pretty cool. Wow. So maybe we should breed. You and I should start a breeding company of humans that Mm -hmm. are really good at digesting milk. And so we're just pushing out. I think that is a fabulous idea. More milk lovers. So whenever you have kids, if you have kids, make sure they can digest that lactose like a motherfucker. You think I'm going to be with anybody who's lactose intolerant? Right, 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 (laughs) (laughs) You're lucky that we formed a friendship before you stopped doing dairy. Oh, I know. I'm very very aware of that. But you've also never shamed me for liking it, so it's okay. And I've been a true milk lover, dairy lover, like my whole life. Right. And you did drink more milk when I came around. It's pretty cool. I don't know. And then you realized that it wasn't good for you, but that's okay. No worries. No worries. Um, Yeah. So something that, you know, made me start thinking when I was doing all this research. I have a friend that poops his pants fairly regularly. Yes, I know. And I thought about that. And it's whenever he does dairy, and so now he doesn't do it as much, because he would literally, I mean, I think he shits his pants once a week, <laughs> which is just baffling to me. Yeah. So I thought that we could go over a couple of things, you know, me and you, bud. When's the last time you pooped your pants? Oh, bud. I thought we could talk about it, because I have oh. a pretty good story with the, I don't want to, I don't know if it's the last time I pooped my pants, but it's a really funny time when I poop my pants. Uh-huh. I, yeah, I know when. I'm pretty sure. I figured I'd tell, you know, the bugcast about it. Absolutely. But do you, do you, do you remember last time you pooped your pants? Yeah, I'd say it was the year, um, let's see, when was I with this boyfriend? Um, maybe 2014. Okay. Was the year, the culprit? The culprit. Oh, was, oh okay. Um. I was like, who's the culprit? <laughs> no, never mind. No, I took, uh, some Xanax, anti-anxiety oh. drug. Yep. Um, 
It made me anxious because that's who I am. <laughs> of course, a low anxiety drug is going to make you more anxious. Absolutely. That's, that's my butt. That's I my know. butt. I know. Um, yeah, I took that and then I panicked and I felt guilty about it and I told I had to go to work. I also got was really weird and anxious about going to work back in the day when uh-huh. I was a, a wee a wee lass. Um, so yeah, I took some Xanax with him and then I freaked out and then I had a little accident. Where were you when it happened? In my parents' Here, take house. Take a tissue. Take a tissue. It's okay. Thanks. <laughs> I was at my parents' house. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I think he had already left because I don't remember telling him. I told my mom. I told my mom that I had thrown up because I was, you know, I don't know. Well, embarrassed. embarrassed. You don't want to be like, hey, right. 17, and I, I shit my pants. didn't want to go to work. So I thought that that would be a better excuse than I shit my pants. Okay. I don't know. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. I get that. Uh-huh. Yep. And then there's always those close calls. Those times oh. when you're like, oh, trust that, the fart. Yeah. Maybe shouldn't have trusted Definitely. it. Definitely. How could something be so right. wet? Right. Um, exactly. And you do, you get this little, I mean, shitting your pants is such a vulnerable feeling. No. And it just makes you feel like you're a, you're just you're useless. <laughs> and you're like I can't go on. I'm so right. embarrassed and sad. And how did I let this happen? I think you and I were both close when we were in line to get our uh, coronavirus tests. Oh, to shitting ourselves? Yeah. Yeah. And then once that guy just stuck it up, I was like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, I let out some toxic gases. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> trapped in the mask. Yeah. Yeah. I'm that was, so sorry. Yeah, what's, how did that get trapped in the mask? It I got trapped know. in your mask. Didn't get trapped in mine, okay. but I definitely could smell it. I'm so glad it didn't. Cause hey, the nervous farts happen. I know. They happen. Oh, that was rough. Which is the worst when you're about to like go on a date and like you get there I early know. and you're just like uh, sitting uh, in the uh, car. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> trying to wave it out. Trying get to wave it, it out. Together. I wonder if guys get nervous farts. Ugh. Do you think that happens? Little nervous toots? Um, I don't hear sh- about it much. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. We should ask more. We should probably ask. Yeah. If any guys are listening and you do get the nervous toots, feel free to slide into my DMs. Absolutely. Let us know. Please. When get was the last time you got nervous toots? When was the last time? Was it this morning? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, I... uh. I put my pants in high school. <laughs> it was uh, it was the year 2010-ish. Was that when yours was too? Is that what you just nah, said? Yeah, like 2014. Ah, 2014. Yeah. You're a little bit older than me. Hey, yeah. but we all get close calls. It's all right. Absolutely. You know? No poop shaming here. No. No poop pants shaming. No. <laughs> um, so I had gone to Red Robin, fuck Red Robin, with my boyfriend at the time. And this year specifically was a rough year for me. It's the year that my underwear showed to the whole school. It's the year that I got a shit ton of poison ivy at school and got yelled at by the principal. We'll get Mm. into that another time. Mm. And so I went to Red Robin and I got a chicken sandwich and it just didn't hit right and we go back to my place um, and he had left and I took a shower and I remember just when I was in the shower I felt a little uneasy I was like oh I feel a little weird a little nauseous maybe I'm just tired and I remember I like I fell asleep that night which never happens I had my hair up in a towel 
And I just kind of like slowly walked into my room and just like crashed on the bed and started to fall asleep with my hair still up in my towel, like mm-hmm. all wet. And 20 minutes later, I woke up and I was like, ooh, I was like, oh, no, I don't like I don't feel well. And like, I'm not a big thrower upper, you know, I'm not a big vomiter. I don't love it. But I some, would argue with that. Well, now, I mean, well, <laughs> I don't, you know, sometimes if I drink a little too much, sure. But I don't just like vomit from not doing that. Yes. You know, when have you seen me vomit from not puking? What? Oh, well, when we were in the car and I threw up. When you're in the car, you've had a couple like weird stomach bug things. Sure. I don't know. I I haven't thrown up in like three more or four than you. years. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe to me, it's just a lot. All right. So I puke a lot. And um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, and so I I went into the bathroom and I did the move where, you know, I feel I'm very tired. I'm exhausted. And I put my hands on the toilet seat, my arms and kind of just put my head in the toilet and mm-hmm. I'm crouched over mm-hmm. like a little baby bird. Having an intimate moment. Having an intimate moment with the toilet. And immediately I like started throwing up and immediately when something came out of my mouth, something also came out of my butt at the exact same time. And I was shook. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And I looked down and I couldn't stop throwing up, but I couldn't stop shitting at the same time. So I just kept throwing up and pooping and throwing up and pooping, but I'm just shitting on the floor. But I couldn't get up because I didn't know what to do. And yeah, it was like, oh, it was so bad. I was just by myself and my parents are asleep. And as soon as I finally get done, I'm freaking out because I'm like, oh my God, I got shitty drawers. What am I going to do? And then I looked in my underwear and the size of the shit in my underwear. Here's the thing. I'm just going to paint a picture for you folks here. When I looked in my underwear, there was the tiniest, teeniest little brown speck. It was smaller than a dime. It was it was like if you look at the top of a pencil eraser. Yeah, that's how big the circle was. No, what? The poop shot out of my butthole so fast in a liquid form. (laughs) And it just went right through the undies. Ah. Which was a nice for cleanup as far as my undies go. The floor was looking a little rough, you know what I mean? Um, So, you know, I I cried a lot and I I cleaned it up. And then I I still didn't feel very good. So, you know, I go into my parents' room and I'm like, and they're like, my dad's just like, what? And I'm like, I threw threw up and I shit on the floor. And he is just silent. (laughs) And he goes... But did you clean it up? And I go, yeah, I, I cleaned it up. And he goes, okay, then, like, why are you bothering us? And I was like, what? And my I'm mom scared. goes, oh, honey. Oh. And she gets up and she takes me downstairs, makes me a nice bed on the couch so I can watch TV. I threw up eight different times that night. Mm-hmm. But the, by then, you know, we had a system. Once you shit on the floor once and you, you know what's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. So then we had, this was the system as I would sit down on the toilet with a big bucket mm-hmm. in front of me so I could do both at the same time without having to clean up, you know, my poo poo on the floor. So what'd you, you do know, with your drawers? With my drawers? Uh-huh. Probably threw them out. Yeah. I don't remember, what if I pulled them out right now? I was like, well, actually, I'm wearing them here. <laughs> Look at the brown dot. <laughs> um, but then, I so by the time of like the seventh time having to get up in the middle of the night, I'm just like, <sighs> I'm so pissed. And I just start fucking, my mom always knew when to come down to like put a little warm washcloth on my head because mm-hmm. that's what moms do. Mm-hmm. Um, she knew when to come down because all she would hear is this. It was my feet running across the ground really quick to try to make it to the bathroom. But by like the seventh or eighth time, I'm like, man, fuck this shit. So I slowly walked to the bathroom and then I shit my pants again because I didn't go quick enough. (laughs) And it happens. 
it happens. Damn. Right. Um, I also have a re- another really funny story about pooping if you want to hear about it. Okay. It's not me. So then you guys, you know, and I'm sorry if we lost any of our listeners halfway through that story. But if you are still here, thank you for bearing with us. Thank you to the strong ones. Thank you. You're clenching real good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So me and um, this guy in high school uh, that eventually I dated him, but we were just kind of starting to see each other. We'd gone on like our second or third date. And we go to get sushi. Now, I had never had sushi before this. In the Midwest, in the village I grew up in, there wasn't like a sushi place. It wasn't something I was very familiar with. And so not only that, but this guy, he was a little spontaneous. So he goes, we should get the eel sushi. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. What? So we got it and I didn't really care for it, but he fucking threw it back, Mm -hmm. which is fine. Mm -hmm. So we go back to my place and I invited him in and we go up to my room, um, not to do anything too crazy. We just chit chatting Mm -hmm. because I was in high school. I don't give up, you know, the, the P for the V I don't give, I don't give up my V for the P that easily. You know what I'm saying? Sure. 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 Fucking nailed it. Absolutely. We brought it back around. And so, you know, I, we go back to my place and we go upstairs and we lay down in my bed and immediately when we lay down, he just looks at me, he goes, well, I, I got to go home. And I was like, what? Okay. And I just thought that was really weird. I'm like, but yeah. we just got here. Right. Like, that's interesting. And we never talked about it after then. I don't think anything of it. I didn't hear from him after that. And then like two days later in school, one of my friends came up to me and he goes, hey, do you know why he left your house that night? And what I was did. like what no and he goes oh really he hasn't told you interesting you should probably find out and like made it out to be like he went to go hang out with another girl Mm -hmm. or like just made me feel really shitty and insecure because that's what guys in high school do and I was like what what are you talking like I was so nervous I was like oh man you know and so I didn't know him well enough to bring it up and it's not like we were dating so I was like well you know if we you know if he has seen someone else he's seen someone else oh well Mm mm-hmm a week later, he goes, hey, I got I to gotta tell you why I left that night. And I was like, fuck, he's going to say that he went and, you know, got his dick sucked or something mm-hmm. behind a bridge. And so I he tells me that, you know, he laid down in my bed. And at that moment, he realized that he really had to shit. But we had just met. And so he wasn't about to blow up my bathroom. Um, but also, I'm like, man, you got to do what you got to do. You know, yeah. you can't just not poop if you got to poop. Yeah. And so he left my house. And the the law in Michigan at that time is if you were 16, you couldn't drive past 10 p.m. So it was midnight. Yeah. If you were 16, you couldn't drive past 10 p.m. And you couldn't drive with more than one person in the car. I'm pretty sure it's 2 a.m. is the law here. Yeah. No, it sucked, especially because I was really young for my grade. And so all of my friends were able to not have to do that law because they Uh. were born before the certain date. But right before I turned 16, they made that a law. And lucky for my awesome parents they really like to follow the rules so absolutely i couldn't do shit (laughs) yeah it sucked i couldn't fucking do anything but anyway so he left my house and he was nervous because he was he could get pulled over and you know get a ticket for driving past 10 so he starts driving down the dirt road and he got maybe a mile past my house and then he realized that it was gonna happen (laughs) and so he got out and he pooped on the side of the road (laughs) and he wiped with um there's a store in a a a chain gas station called Speedway in Michigan and other surrounding Midwest um, areas. 
it's the best store in the whole wide world. Mm -hmm. And when you buy stuff, you can get points and then get free stuff. And it's really easy to do. You know, it's, it's amazing. Everybody should go to Speedway, the convenience stores of Speedway. Yeah. That's a theme song for it. (laughs) So, um, and I used to work there, so I'm just a big fan. Mm. So he, he had all these Speedway receipts for free shit. And then he had Speedway receipts that were just for like gas and stuff like that. Apparently he wiped with the wrong ones. So he used all his free Speedway coupons oh. and wiped his booty, which is just a sad story. <laughs> oh. um, so he thought he was done. He got back in the car and then started driving home again. Well, now he's driving through an actual like, I don't want to say it's a city because it's just basically like a small town, but where more cops are in their houses and things like mm. that. And it hit him again. And he was like, oh, no, oh, no. But he couldn't stop in the middle of a city to poop on the side of the road. And so he just pooped his pants. Uh, he and then he sat in his poop the whole way home. God. But yeah, so he uh, yeah, he pooped. He pooped in his pants. And then I dated him after that. (laughs) Hey, you know, nothing really bothers me like that. I don't know. I don't know. The human condition. The human condition. What else you want to talk about, bud? What else is on your mind? Um, can I talk about how I got proposed to? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. So, you know, Drea, you know, we just, we were always wondering when it was going to happen. When? When? How was it going to happen? How? Who was it going to happen? You know, and, and then it did. And it was, it was. My heart. I know. I wish you were there. I know. So I was downtown, sunny afternoon. Ah, beautiful. Just walking, you know, minding my own business. And then I see him this man with a um, tattoo under his eye. Beautiful. Like a little scoop, like a U, mm-hmm. kind of following his eye. Um, and he looks at me. We make eye contact. And then he just starts saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I'm like, oh, hello. Um, and then he slowly gets down on one knee. And then I make eye contact with him. First mistake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I make eye contact with him and I just immediately immediately say, no, no, no. <laughs> this is not how I want this yep, to happen. I was like, nope, nope. <laughs> I literally said that out loud. Um, and then he, I just keep walking. I do not stop. Um, and then I just look forward and then he walks past me. And then he says, I don't know if he said this to someone or he says it to himself. He just said, damn, 14 years old. Did you see that? Like as if I don't look 14, though. I know it could have been because of your voice. Yes. Was it more high pitched when you were saying no? It was. And I just I know I get nervous. This little tiny baby voice comes out and I just really I think I said the right. I'm glad I said that. I kept walking, but I was like, damn it. Right. Drea, like, why do you have to let this sweet little voice come out? You got to have a stern. But at the same time, five years ago, would you have said anything at all? No, exactly. My right nipple would have gotten hard, and I and you would have been scared. And ju- right, right. Yeah. So you still, you know, that still is huge that you you vocally said no. Mm-hmm. And now we'll just we'll just think about you know getting that tone of voice just a little bit lower, a little yeah. bit scarier. Yeah, it was just wild because I went to that park and I felt really self conscious, like I knew someone was going to come talk to me. It mm-hmm. was really weird. So I literally like before that even happened, right when I was like about to get to the park, I tied my sweatshirt around my waist because I was just like. Don't I feel like I'm going to get fucked with today. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, I don't want to. I just want to sit yep. in the goddamn park alone. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I mean, that alone. So I think about this sometimes because Seattle is known for like, hey, don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. You know, people are more. 
I mean, the Seattle freeze that people hear about, which is 100% real, which is basically like, I'll be really, really, they're very, people are kind, don't get me wrong, but it's not necessarily always genuine Mm -hmm. or people, yeah, they don't really want to talk to people as much. Right. And like from the Midwest, I'm like, oh, that's all we do. Right. We see anyone we like even somewhat know. We're like, hey, how's it going? How's your brother? How's your sister? You know, and you ask them a bunch of questions. Because as you were saying, like, especially living in a village, there's not a ton of people around. Right. So you get excited. Right. And And here it's like, you can't be left alone. No. And like I me or you we go on a walk and it's like oh I want to listen to my headphones mm-hmm. and I want to enjoy my walk and enjoy this time with myself and nature yeah but you can't do that here without running into a shit ton of people mm-hmm. um and so it's almost forced when you don't want it whereas yeah. in the midwest it's so all these houses are so spread out that you can go outside enjoy nature and do things on your own property and not run into people randomly. Yeah. So when you do go out, you almost expect that you're going to run into someone that you know. Mm-hmm. And which I feel like is why people are so friendly and kind. It's because we do actually spend a lot of alone time, yeah. you know, and we right. aren't bothered much. And so then we do get excited when we see people and want to talk to people and things yeah. like that. But I will admit that ever since I've moved here, I've totally fucking gotten that way mm-hmm. to where I'm like, oh, no, I'm not in the mood to chat. Yeah. I just yeah. let me do my thing. <laughs> I know. I've let seen me... that change in you. Right. <laughs> now, that being said, I'm still a kind individual. And yes. if people try to talk to me, I'll still talk to them. But I'm yeah. not as if I were to talk to every single person that I met here, I wouldn't get anything done because mm-hmm. you just see a fuck ton of people. Yeah. Which. Yeah. I don't know. And that also just made me start thinking about how like, because I had such a nice time when I was home in quarantine when I went home for three weeks. And a lot of that was because I wasn't reminded constantly of the fact that we're in a pandemic like you are when you live in a city. Because here, whenever I'd go on walks or like work out in the morning or go to the grocery store, gas station, whatever, I'm constantly being reminded of coronavirus, whether Mm -hmm. it's news articles on things or um, people with masks and things like that. But when you live in a rural rural area, (laughs) you aren't reminded of that as much because you're not seeing as many people, Mm -hmm. which was really nice because it just brought my like anxiety levels about everything down a lot. Yeah, it's not constantly in your mind. Right. Yeah. Which I did enjoy that, you know. Right. But back to the proposal. Have you gotten proposed to any other time? No, I did have two days ago. Um, summer's just a wild time. Summer, baby, brings was, out crazies. I was on a walk in our neighborhood two days ago, and this other guy in a car, like, pulled over. There was, like, there was two streets, kind of, like, the um, one was a little bit higher than the other one. Um, it kind of split off, um, and he was on the higher street, and he just stopped, and he was like, hi, you're very, you're very beautiful. And he and I said thanks in my tiny little baby voice because sure, when I'm sure. caught off guard, that right. voice always it does. comes right. out. I agree. I agree. I hate it. Anyway, it's okay. that's you, bud. I you know. know it is me. It just comes out. I don't try to do it. Um, so he just said, he said, "Hi, you're very beautiful." And he said, "Are you single?" Oh, see, and, and that's why I took it too far. I know. Just say that you're beautiful, and there you go. I know. And I was thinking, I was like, what does he expect? to happen that I'll take out my headphones walk up to him and be like yes I am single please Hi. put your coronavirus dick inside of my mouth <laughs> I just does that work for him like maybe it maybe it does like if I thought I don't but I was thinking like if I saw him and I thought he was really hot right I would I would still be creeped out also right. I do think I was thinking about this the other day I do think that guys that are 
really or people that are really hot they wouldn't do something no. like that because they don't have to they don't have to right so yeah i'm you know a lot of this has been brought up sometimes it's like oh are we not allowed to compliment women anymore and i'm like right. oh no 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 you are more than welcome to do that but yeah. there's a way to go about doing it so that you don't sound creepy as fuck yeah and like you're just looking at them and seeing a piece of fucking meat mm-hmm. so if that guy would have just said hey i think you're really beautiful and you say thank you and that's yeah. it i'm not expecting to like get my number out right. while i'm on a walk with my headphones right. in and not then oh yeah. well, are you single oh or you know there was one time when I was working and the place I used to work at, old guys would be really inappropriate a lot mm-hmm. and you just kind of had to take it, which was unfortunate. But there was this one old guy and he did it the right way by complimenting me. It wasn't something like, oh, you're, you know, hot or whatever just creepy old dudes would say. What he said was, hey, I really, really like your rain jacket. And I said, oh, thank you so much. He goes, it looks really, really nice with the complexion of your skin. And I said, thank you. Like it was that I so sweet. Later, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that I shall make into lampshades <laughs> and read under the light. Um, no, <laughs> it was it was very. It did not make me feel uncomfortable. It mm-hmm. made me genuinely think. I'm like, wow, that's very. Thank you. Yeah. Like, thank yep. you. It does look nice with my skin complexion. Mm-hmm. And that was all that was said about it. Yeah. He wasn't then like, well, can I stick it inside of you later? Right. You know, it was just, hey, this looks very nice on you. Mm-hmm. And. I think, yeah, there's a correct way to compliment people and be kind without being a fucking creep and undressing someone with your eyes. Mm-hmm. So fine line, baby. fine line, mm-hmm. find but it. figure it out. Find that fine line. Mm-hmm. Find that fine line. Find that fine line. Fabulous. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're good here, bud. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. We'll see you, though, every week because we do the Daily Dish together. Yeah. But, you know, it's always fun to get some stories out. And, sure is. And we have decided to... Um, we would like to eventually do a small series on how to be a bud. You know, what a budship entails, what yeah. those key things are. Mm-hmm. And I think eventually we would like to maybe do some sort of book or small publication to, you know, show you what a budship means mm-hmm. and, you know, how much we truly care about each other. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. You can find us on Instagram at the budcast underscore underscore. Yeah, we switched it up on you. I just want to make it a little bit easier for you to find that shit. Um, you could probably find some. I want to say you can find photos related to this episode, but we only really talked about poop and proposing. So I don't really want to take a picture and show you my poop, but <laughs> maybe. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Have a fabulous day. We'll see you next Thursday. One, two, three, four. Hey, come on in. Take a seat. I'd like to welcome you. This here, it's a podcast. The BUD podcast is a podcast. It's a podcast. <coughs> Sorry, I'm a smoker. Podcast, it's the podcast. Billy, 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 butter, 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 butter cups, butter cast, butter cast, butter, butter. The BUD podcast, podcast, it's a podcast. A BUD bud. And then, why am I just so popular today? This is someone else. This is from Milpitas, California. Oh. Hello? Okay. Something about taxes. Oh, Fuck that. That's boring. We all hate taxes. Mm-hmm.